This is part two in a two-part interview with Edward Collins. You can find the link to part one under the description of this episode. But if you know the number, whatever that is, now you can reverse engineer. So if, if, you're, if you know your daily needs and wants costs you $10,000 a month or $20,000 a month or $5,000, whatever that number is, mm-hmm. now all you have to do is reverse engineer how many assets do I need in order to generate that income flow. Nice. That's if so, so, Edward, uh, what, what would you say to the listener right now that's saying, yeah, that sounds great, Edward but I'm just starting my business. I have everything wrapped up in it. I'm not really making a lot of money right now. I'm spending way more money to get this thing going. What can I do to have this financial freedom? Well, again, I think it comes down to reorienting yourself with with the truth. Because at the end of the day, you're spending money right now and you're likely paying taxes because the vast majority of business owners are. If I can teach you how to simply just keep more of every dollar you're making, that means you have more money. But most people will fall into the trap then of upgrading their lifestyle or spending. I say, if if you are trading your time for a dollar in whatever you're doing, whether you're actually a business owner, but this also applies to anyone who's a standard W-2 employee as well. If you're trading your time to get a dollar or, or a collection of dollars, At the end of the day, those dollars, this is my personal opinion now, those dollars have a job, only one job. Those dollars should be aimed at finding a way to acquire an asset. You should never use your your dollars that you've earned through the process of trading your time to collect them. You should never use those dollars to acquire liabilities. But I know people need liabilities in life. I mean, not not necessarily need. Maybe that's a little bit of a strong word, but definitely want. Right? A lot of people want liabilities in their life because they're usually attached to things that are all pretty and shiny. And I'm not saying you don't go get liabilities. I'm just saying you never use dollars that you've had to trade your time to get to get those liabilities. So you just reorient it yourself. If if your if your dollars that you trade time to get are only focused on asset acquisition. Well, if you acquire an asset that now goes and ha- goes ahead and generates dollars, I'm perfectly fine with you using those dollars to acquire a liability. So if you want a car, X dollars car, I'm going to say, well, first you have to figure out how do I get a house that I can rent out that will generate the monthly cash flow necessary to pay that car pay. It's me trading my time in, in my business or trading my time as an employee for another person. Instead of doing that to pay for the car. I'm going to get all that money and I'm going to focus 100% of my energy in acquiring the asset that will buy my car. Because that change will absolutely change your life. It's a mindset shift that it needs really to happen. Is. It really yeah. is. We we sit back and we 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 constantly put these self-imposed limitations and and limiting beliefs on our, our ourselves, but I the way this is my own perspective. I just think that all limitations, regardless of what they are, are self-imposed. And if that's the case, you can choose not to impose those limitations because real wealth is abundant. There is no limit because um, I, I, I'm an unapologetic capitalist. I just, I am. Um, and I believe that in capitalism, there is no loser in a transaction that's voluntary because the exchange of value is value is is wealth creation that's abundant. 
So the, the way I look at creating money through business activity, through asset acquisition, et cetera, is that it's almost like if you go to the gym and you exercise, that process is not stealing muscle from anyone else, right? Because true wealth is abundant because it comes through value creation. In fact, all money, all money follows value creation. And if you go out and just create more value, that's not taking money from anyone else because it's an exchange. Like if, if you think about it, like um, the like a classic, I, I'll show you this. A, an iPhone. A lot of individuals love the iPhone. I, I'm a fan, okay? So I, I just do. Um, but this this item costs a lot of money, right? Let's let's assume for a moment it's a thousand dollars as an example. If if I personally am willing to give $1,000 to get this iPhone from Apple, how much would you say it is worth to me? Like, take a guess. $1,000. At least $1,000. If probably more than that, right? Yeah, probably a lot more. I give my 1000 to get it. To me, yeah. it must be worth more than the 1000 I'm willing to get. Now, the yeah. same question, how much is it worth to Apple? This this piece of, of equipment, how much do you think it's worth to Apple? It's worth $1,000 and they can sell it for minus how much it costs to create right. it. So it's got to be worth in t- to them from their perspective less than $1,000. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't give it to me for the $1,000 I'm giving to them. Like, mm-hmm. So the concept of, of, of just engaging in voluntary activity in, in a capitalistic society is that both parties in the transaction win. Because I got something I believe to be more valuable than the $1,000 I gave for it. And the business got something they believe to be more valuable than the thing they gave for it. So the exchange of value and the creation of value is where money is created. So in business, even if you're getting started, you, you have two things that, that should be happening at the same time. One, you should be focused on how can you keep more of every dollar you make. And then while you're doing that, you have to figure out how can I generate more revenue? And revenue generation means, well, create more value. If you are offering more value to the marketplace, you are going to make more money. And But now there's a lot of tools and techniques as a business owner you need to, to, to either learn yourself or, or have someone else help you to do with regard to making everything you do known to the public. You have, that's the whole concept of market. And I would recommend having other people help you because... It goes back to what you were saying before. If you're, if you have to be there, like you were able to take that vacation because there were systems in place that could, you know, handle the, handle your absence. I remember in the past, I had an, uh, a terrible tragedy happen. My daughters and their best friend were hit while they were walking in a crosswalk. And I had three businesses at the time. And unfortunately, back then, I, was required for the day-to-day operations. I couldn't be gone for even a day. And I wound up having to shut down my businesses while my youngest daughter recovered from her massive brain damage. And I learned a valuable lesson at that time that you absolutely have to put systems in place and delegate to other people. You cannot do everything. You cannot hold everything so close to you and believe that you're the only one that can do a good job. You're the only one that can handle this because if an emergency happens or a tragedy happens, and it often does, you will lose everything. 
if you cannot be replaced. There's there's this uh, relationship between two and seven. Uh, let me explain. Um, as business owners, there's there are two words that typically hold most business owners from any significant milestones of success. And those words are the how. We focus so much on the how. We have to be the ones to do the how. But there's seven words that if you can learn and adopt as a business owner, drastically will change your financial tomorrow. And it's find the who to implement the how. Like if you if you find the who to implement your how, whatever the how is in business, whether it's marketing, whether it's fulfillment, whether it's sales, whatever it is, find the who to do that. You now you you are one step closer to true financial freedom. Because again, exactly, and and that's that's powerful because it's so true, and it's so simple, but not that easy to let go of that control for some people. But once you can get to that point where you realize that, you know what, even if somebody else that I delegate to could only do 70% the job that I could, so much more is going to be done because my hundred, I'm limited to how much time I have and how much, you know, I can get done in that amount of time. But when you start having other people helping you, when you start letting go of the reins just a little bit and allowing other people to step in and shine in their area of genius, and you focus on the truly important things, man, that's when exponential growth happens. I was just having a conversation with a business owner yesterday. We were talking about the concepts of scale. Um, she's interested in taking her business to the next level and scaling it up. And I, there are only four aspects uh, of scale that happen, and that happens through different qualities of, of leverage. And there's only four. So you can leverage labor, which is other people's hands and feet, <laughs> and ultimately, most business owners, usually if they're going to do any type of leverage, that's the first one they engage in. They hire someone to come and help. The second aspect of leverage is code, which is technology. Taking advantage of the software that exists, whether it's AI, whether it's applications, whatever it may be, right? Just take advantage of it. Leverage that capability. And the, the third, which I love, is other people's money. I mean, that, that that's capital. Understanding how capital works and how money works and just be able to leverage that can take your business to the next level. And, and finally, and this is one that I think gets overlooked because it tends to be more simplistic. It's just audience. You, you leverage your audience. Allow the people within your community to become part of your marketing team. Share your story with them. Create raving fans by over-delivering value. And you will not have to worry because they will become your marketing force. Um, and as business owners, we get so stuck on that how, though, so often, the how. And, and we, we don't allow ourselves to get beyond the point of saying, hey, listen, I just have to find the who to implement the how. I don't have to be the one that does it. After all, you're a business owner, right? I look back on those days where I was so focused on the how. And, you know, it's all it's all a learning process. I, I've learned so much from that. Um, if I knew then what I know now. <laughs> and it, it see, like it's it's almost like common sense. But unfortunately, common sense isn't all that common. Right. Because we we don't we 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 allow ourselves to um, misunderstand truth. And the reality is most things are truly simple. It's but. It's because it's so simple that people just don't believe it. Like, it literally is. It doesn't even seem like it should be possible. Exactly. You know? 
And and all you need to do is recognize that no matter what business you're in. Now, I'm biased. I think that real wealth creation happens through either business and or real estate. And I think if you're if you're investing in real estate for for investment purposes, I mean that in and of itself is a business. So again, I'm really biased to businesses and business ownership. But if you're engaged in business activity and you're struggling, it's likely because you're not creating value. That's it. it. Because if you create value for others and then you make it known, people understand that you create value. Um, people will trade their dollars for the value you create. You just have to find the right audience to do that. Like, and you have to cultivate that to create you create an understanding of what your your messaging is and just be authentically who you are and you will attract the right people to you. You don't have to be someone you're not. I mean, I tried that early on in my career and I, it just didn't work. Um, but if you just adopt the, the, the realities that people can sense that it is. And, and I think that it, again, the simple things are, are what are almost always the most impactful and it doesn't have to be big things. In fact, like small hinges swing big doors. Like you can be little changes that you make within your life and within your business that, that can dramatically change your financial tomorrow. Like if you just simply say, okay. I'm going to keep every dollar, uh, at least as much of every dollar I make as possible. And I'm going to dedicate myself to either learning my own tax strategies to do that, or I'm going to find the who to implement the how for me to help me under, help me not only understand what to do, but how to do it. Um, and then just do it, put it into action. And that's where, that's where most people stop. They don't do it. They don't put it into action. They spend all day dreaming and planning and no day, you know, another day acting. That this this is a fundamental truth. All outcome, all but whatever outcome is, starts with action. And if you never act, you don't you don't get outcome. And if you you have outcomes that you desire, you have to have the right actions to get there. Exactly, and you know what? It's gonna be scary sometimes. You know, it, most of the time it's scary. You're stepping outside of your comfort zone. You're doing things that you haven't done before because if you're not, you're you probably your goals are not high enough. So, you know, you're you're pushing yourself and it can be scary to do that, to take that next step. But it's so necessary because if you're not taking any steps at all, if you're not doing any action, you're not going anywhere and you have no one to blame but your lack of action. Yeah, my question to the audience would be this is, is it important to you? Because if it's not, then fine, don't do it. But if the life you want is truly important to you, you have to be willing to sacrifice the life you have, right? Because you are where you are because of the habits and the things you've been doing up until now that have led you to this point. And if you continue to live the life you have now, you will have the life you have now for for time to go, right? Um, so the only way to get a different outcome is to change the actions that lead but the beauty of it is, again, it's it's all math. You can reverse engineer. If you are here right now within your life and within your finances and within your business, whatever here is, you get to define it. But if you're here and you want to be here, all you need to do is learn about the people who are currently here and model what they're doing that made them here and start doing just like, I mean, uh, Tony Robbins has an amazing phrase like success leaves clues. It does. Like you can literally just look at the people who are at where you want to be. If you are fortunate enough to be able to reach out to them directly, you do. You say, hey, listen, 
what do you what are your daily habits what do you what what activity is, has caused you to experience the life that you have now or you learn vicariously you 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 say okay i'm going to i'm going to reach out to mentors in a way that's vicarious i'm going to go on uh, watching podcasts like this one i'm going to model the master i'm going to i'm going to go out and read books i'm i'm going to uh, get involved in courses whatever it may be but you have to decide to do it because the reality is your life is in your hands and the only person that can truly change it for long term doesn't mean that other people can't impact you and and have an impact on on the 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 direction you're going but the ultimate destination is going to be dependent upon the pilot which is you you're the one who has to to fly the ship uh, uh sail the ship fly the plane whatever it is you're the one who has to get yourself there. And sometimes it's not. And that, that's okay, too. But just own it. Yeah. If, if you don't... Own it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you don't want the life that you... And find made, something that is worth it to you. Exactly. If it's not worth it to you, then find something that is. Absolutely. 100%. So what's your greatest tip, technique, or strategy for achieving success? Find the right mentors. That's definitely the, the number one thing. Alan... And again, I, I, I just um, touched on this a bit. A lot of people stumble in that because they're, they may be hesitant to reach out to someone in real time and say, hey, listen, I'd love to learn from you, et cetera. But we don't live 20 years ago. We live now. And you have access to, to resources literally at your fingertips. You can go onto Google. Pretty much anything you want to learn, literally anything you want to learn, you can learn. It's up to you. Um, and when I hear people say, well, I don't have time. Well, that's not true. You, you, have, you have the same 24 hours in a day that Jeff Bezos has. You make time for the things that are priorities in your life. Because my question to you, like, did you watch your favorite TV show this week? Well, th- most people did. Did you, did you uh, enjoy an extra hour or two of sleep at some point during the week? Yeah. I mean, if it was important enough to you, you would do the things it takes. You would it's called discipline. Discipline is the concept of doing the necessary things regardless of how you feel. But Michael Jordan did not become Michael Jordan by only shooting shots in the game, right? He had to practice a lot. In fact, he was horrible at basketball until later in his life, as he was he was he was actually putting on the effort every single day, being on the court before the before the practice, being the last one off the court after practice. Um, if it's important enough to you, you will do the things that it requires. But the reality is, for most people, it's not important, which, again, that's your choice. Um, but I, if you want the simple answer is you have to do the necessary things regardless of how you feel. Exactly. It, it, you got to give up the show. You have to get up earlier. You You have to do those things. And you know what? It shows. It shows the people who are sleeping. The people who are spending time on social media all day or watching their shows or focusing on other things, you can see in their life where it is. And the people who are like, you know what, I don't have time to go hang out with the friends right now. At some point, there'll be time for that. But right now, I'm really focused on growing my business. I'm focused on doing what's important to me. You can see the difference in the results that they're achieving. Last year, um, this, this was in, uh, the late spring of last year, I was in Manhattan and I can remember th- it was very early in the morning. I think it was like between five and five thirty in the morning. I was outside 
and I, I looked to my left and there was a building there that I knew was like more of a, a rental building. It was like individuals who were living there were renting the, the building. And there was like one or two light. It was a high rise building. It was one or two lights that were on in the entirety of the building. Everything else was dark. And I looked over to my right, which was a building that I knew that people actually owned those, those, those apartments. So it was like, that was an ownership built. And it was five, between five, five thirty in the morning. And I'd say maybe 60% of the lights were on. Like, that's just the difference in lifestyle. The individual, because I know that those units, those are like multi-million dollar homes. So it was like million yeah. dollar plus homes. The individuals who are accomplishing the things in life have a different lifestyle. They just do. They do. But if they you really want do. that, if you want what they have, you have you to gotta do what they do. Lifestyle. Exactly. Um, it's and again, it's so simple. And most people will sit back. Unfortunately, most of the audience who listen—not uh, a dig against the audience, but mo- this is just statistics. Yeah, most people will hear what we're saying. They will think to themselves, "Well, that's too simple. It can't be true." And then they right, hey, and then they won't do it. They won't do it. And it's just that it is, it is that simple. You just <laughs> do it, and you will have a different life. Really is. Well, you know, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on the show today. But before you go, I just want to ask you one last question, okay? Sure. Would you rather have more wealth or more time? Oh, gosh, that would definitely be time. <laughs> time is infinitely more valuable than money. Like, infinite. Like, here, here's an example. Um, so, Kristen, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to write you a check right now for $100 million. That make you happy? Sure. Like, yeah, right. I'm, 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 yeah. And let me say this: you'll be able to cash it. Like, if I write you that check, you'll be pretty happy, right? Yes. Yes. So the only caveat is you can't wake up now after tomorrow, like ever again. Then right. the answer is no. Whenever you no. put it in that context, exactly. Why? Yeah. Because time is infinitely more valuable than money. Time is infinitely more valuable than money. It's a hundred million dollars in both scenarios, but your time is worth more. It just is. I, I I've never heard of an individual who has lived a life, gotten to the end, and would not want more time. You've been listening to Model the Master podcast brought to you by Incorpreneur. If you've found value, please remember to subscribe and leave us a review. Until next time, remember to take the next step.